The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. Welcome again to the Informed Traveler Radio Show. I'm Randy Sharman. This part of the show is brought to you by park to go Value Valet, no hassles, no delays. That's a promise. And TripAdvisor recently named Bali as its number one destination for Asia. So with that in mind, I thought we'd find out why Bali is so popular. So to help us out is Kenny Fan. He's a sales rep for Silk Holidays. Their website is silkholidays.com. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Randy. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I uh, saw a story this week, TripAdvisor, recently uh, naming Bali as their number one destination for Asia. Uh, in your opinion, tell me why it's so popular. Well, yes, you're right. I mean, you're correct, Randy. You know, TripAdvisor also named Bali as one of the top five destinations under the island categories for many consecutive years. So what makes Bali so popular? Well, first, I mean, you know, of course, you know, for someone who's never been to Bali, it is located about northwest of Australia. Mm-hmm. So just to give your audience an idea, if you would fly from Perth, Australia to Bali, it takes about three hours flying time. And you are going to a place where, you know, has one of the nicest weather in the world where you get sunshine all year round. From Canada, you know, it is a bit further and it takes about 20 hour flights from Vancouver and mm-hmm. there's no direct flight to Bali so you will have to connect in one of the major Asian cities so some of the major one that you could do your connection from it's like Hong Kong uh, Taipei in Taiwan and also Seoul in Korea so a lot of our clients do take advantage with the you know it is a long flight so they would do kind of a stopover in mm-hmm. one of the connection city so in terms of why Bali becoming so you know, popular among many travelers, you know, right away I could think of, you know, many people realize that, you know, the island offers some of the best white sand beaches in the world. And I also think of the friendliness of many local Indonesian people there. So they just have a strong sense of making many visitors feel comfortable when they're staying there. And secondly, the rich culture and tradition has always a spot for many international travelers. On the island, there are over 20,000 of temples and shrines. Many of the Balinese, local Balinese dance, music, ceremonies are being performed on many of their festivals. And, visit- and visitors can always be part of, part of it if they want. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, last but not least, or perhaps the most important factor is value for your dollars. The islands has always offered some of the most affordable accommodations, meals, or even shopping. So I always try to give an uh, example to, 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 to everyone. Mm-hmm. For someone, say, eating at a decent restaurant outside, you know, it costs about 15 to $20 a meal. That's a pretty nice meal that you would be having at a, at a pretty nice restaurant mm-hmm. outside. For someone who enjoyed beer, uh, drinking beer, it only costs about $1.50 per bottle. <laughs> so, it, yeah, so it definitely makes your happy hour much more happier. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. You got weather, you got beaches, friendly people, uh, great value, cheap beer. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> good, pretty good so huh? far. Yeah. <laughs> so now give me some, do you need some, a visa or anything like that with documentation at all? 
No, not at all. Actually, for uh, for Canadian, all the Canadian passport holder visa is not required entering Bali for up to 30 days stay. So therefore, you can definitely avoid all those extra paperwork and time applying for tourist visa. And now, okay, so I've never been. So give me yeah. a, an idea of of some of the attractions that uh, I must see when I'm over in Bali. Right, yeah. So, I mean, on the islands, there are so many attractions and activities that you can do. To name, to just to name some of the major ones, mm-hmm. uh, one of the major attractions is called the Tanala Temple. So many people also call it the Folding Temple. So during the high tide period, the temple does look like it's floating on the water. And people, you know, are not able to walk over until the low tide period. So it's quite interesting. You know, it's, uh, as we know, um, uh, on every day, there's, uh, there's a two period of high tide and low tide. So when it's during the low tide season, you're able to see people walking over to visit the temple, but they will have to all go back to the mainland once the water is coming in. And another one, it's called the Uluwatu Temple. Mm-hmm. You know, try not to ask me how to spell that. But <laughs> yeah, it is located on top of a cliff, so you can definitely able to have a perfect view during the sunrise or the sunset time from there. And let's say for someone who is um, in terms of activities, for someone who is more into the soft adventure type of traveling, mm-hmm. water rafting, hiking up onto one of the mountains there, or even tracking into the jungle are always available to, to anyone. Now, is it better to do a, like a guided type of a tour versus going on your own, especially for someone like myself that's never been? I think I'd probably right. be, be more, uh, I don't know, secure or feel, feel more secure with someone guiding me along. Yeah, correct, Randy. Um, as a tour operator point of view, I mean, it is always better to plan your trip with your local travel agents. Often, they will have package together with flights, transfer, uh, accommodations, and feel of a sightseeing tour. So it just makes much more easier for the travelers not to spend too much of their time on booking different services separately, you know, mm-hmm. maybe different, you know, website and so on. So I definitely do recommend to, you know, talk to your travel agents to, you know, to see some of the great deal to Bali. Mm-hmm. Is it, now how, how easy is, is it to get around the island? It's not a very big island, is it? No, it's not a very big island, yeah. So, so getting so, uh, around, I imagine if you're on a guided tour, you wouldn't have to worry about that. But if you're on your own, uh, how, how, how easy is it to get from place to place? Well, it's, it's not difficult at all. Well, first of all, I mean, like you say, it's relatively small island. So therefore, um, many of the streets or even roads are quite narrow. So we actually don't really recommend travelers to, to rent a car to drive by themselves there. Mm-hmm. So taking a cab, it's always a good option, and the price is very, very cheap compared to, you know, our cab, you know, prices here uh-huh. in Canada. Yep. Or even, even just hire a driver to drive around the islands with a very reasonable cost. Well, that would be a great way to go, I would think. Yeah, yeah and you'd yeah. have the same person all the time, right? They get to know That's you right, and yeah. your little idiosyncrasies. I guess if you're going for, uh, you're mentioning how long it, it takes to get there, uh, most people probably go there for at least 10 days, a couple of weeks. Do you find that? Yes, exactly. So um, a lot of um, you know, package or the, the offers that you see outside, they are at least about two weeks, okay? So because of the flying time, you will see the package is also always, always say like 14-day, 12 nights, 12, because of the time difference and the flying time. So mm-hmm. you actually spend your uh, about 12 nights locally in Bali. And another great way to, to people, a lot of people do in Bali is the long stay. 
So because of the visa, like I was saying, and we don't need to apply any um, tourist visa to go to Bali up to 30 days stay. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do take advantage of that to stay there a longer period of time, up to 30 days. So that gives me my uh, next question about accommodation options. If you're doing a long stay, what are some of the uh, options that you have? Yeah, so I mean, you know, talk about accommodations. First of all, there are just all different type of accommodation that could fit everyone. Let's say if you're on a budget, you will be able to find a hotel as low as $50 per night. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you definitely like to pamper yourself to a nicer resort accommodations, it still costs around $150 per night for a beachfront hotel. Okay? And another um, very popular you know, accommodation that people, when people go to Bali is the villa. Villa accommodations for couple or even for family is mm-hmm. also widely available. So, you know, villa, so what you get is you have your punch pool outside, private punch pool outside, and then the whole area, or you may get a little garden yourself. So that's a pretty nice way to spend your holiday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so I, for long stay, sorry. So yeah. for long stay, it's also very popular for Canadian travelers going to Bali, like I was mentioning. Often, many of the hotels could offer cheaper rate for anyone who likes to stay longer period of time, too. Well, uh, lots of great information. Uh, Silk Holidays is the website, silkholidays.com. Kenny Fan is a sales rep with Silk Holidays. I, I thank you for your insight. Now I want to go to Bali, Kenny. So <laughs> Yeah, well, let me know, Fanny. <laughs> well, first of all, thanks so much. And then uh, I'm hoping that um, there will be no- more Canadian travelers will consider Bali as the next travel destination. Thanks, Kenny. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you, Randy. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season 6 of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.